What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> Dang. Some, some coffee today, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I got to wake these youngsters up because uh, either you're sleeping or never mind. But anyway, uh, welcome back. Mr. J talking in the house along with the uh, the young and handsome uh, Malcolm Jackson here. Uh, back for another episode. This is the second one we have here today. It is June 2nd, 2020, uh, Tuesday. A lot of things going on around in the world right now. Um, you know, the big news three months ago was coronavirus. Um, longer than that, three or four months ago was coronavirus. That was dominating the headlines for a long time. Fortunately, after that, it was Ahmaud Arbery's death. Um, we're still, you know, trying to find answers for it now. And then he went to Breonna Taylor's death. And now, unfortunately, uh, we're looking at another one of George Floyd's death that was last week. Um, so it's just a lot of, I don't know. I, I would say a lot of craziness going on. Um, what do you what do you think about what's going on right now? Man, what do you, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to keep it real 100 with you as you folks know I do. Anyway, this, this is like, this is like the worst of the worst that I could get. Almost, as far as in my lifetime. The coronavirus, people locked in like this bubonic plague uh, that's making this, you know, everybody uptight and sensitive and and scared and uh, on high alert. And then comes the tragic death of Mr. Floyd, which some of you saw, I'm sure you've seen, clips of it where it was totally insane to sit and watch that. And I think that was something that as much as I hated to see this brother lose his life, that he lost it in such a way that people actually are impacted by viewing that. It wasn't seeing, you know, black men shot in the bag, you know, shot in the car. This was the ultimate of it all, where you literally saw him doing absolutely nothing. And they say it was over a fake $20 bill. Mm-hmm. How much would you give up for your life? $20 fake $20 bill? I don't that's think so. Print. Yeah. That, that's, that's insane. Uh, but for me, it's been an eye-opener to just... It, it kind of refocused me back to... Brought me back to uh, a place that... Uh, I had not forgotten about, but kind of, you know, things are gone, kind of moving ahead. Uh-huh. We're focused on this virus um, and not thinking about all the lives that have been lost in the past. But when this happened, it just brought it all back and said, racism is alive and well. Uh-huh. Our justice system, excuse me, it's dirty as hell. Because how can you kill somebody? And it takes you a jury selection, a jury trial. Rodney King example. Do you think that man deserved to be beat like that? That, that is insane. People being shot in the back while running away. Not doing any harm to anybody. Just running away. Not Didn't commit a crime. Just running away. And then you wonder why people of color have issues with the police and let me straighten this out I'm going to say 90 something percent of police officers are cool 
they want to go home at night to their families or whatever. They don't want to write a report. But it's that 10% that makes it bad for the rest. Mm. And that's what we look at is that 10%. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and I think, I mean, that kind of goes like the rule for everything is that they say it's, it takes a small percentage to ruin it for everybody. And that's, I mean, we're looking at the right now, if we're looking at the the looters, we're looking at um, that, you know, there's only a, a small percentage, you know, this is what they're calling the, you know, the protesters now. They look, when they're thinking of protests, they're thinking of violence, they're thinking of destruction, they're thinking of all these negative things, and it's taken away from the message or what's really, what's really going on. So it gives people, I feel like the ones who want to poke holes in, you know, the stories of people saying police brutality, it gives them some some type of motivation because like, oh look, they just destroying stuff. Oh look, they just they just breaking things. So it's you know it's, it's painful to see that. At the same time, you know it's like people we've and at least in most at least we'll go like this. All the kids you're taught the same black leaders growing up is MLK and Malcolm X, right? So if we think of MLK, we know MLK is the peaceful one, quote unquote, and the Malcolm X is the radical one. That's always what we've always been told. Well, if we look at now, in our generation, we grew up knowing that MLK was peaceful when he was murdered, shot down. Okay, now in my generation, we grew up seeing uh, Kaepernick take a knee. We, we see that, we see him be chastised and blacklisted from the league now. And so, not only we've gone from seeing, you know, two pieces of protesters and two, pe- two big names who are known as that peaceful, you know, that symbolism of, of peaceful protest, you know, for the black part, for black people, you know, they were shot down, they, they were you know, ridiculed, you know, so it's like, I'm not saying rioting is the best way. I'm not saying that's the way to handle things. And that's not saying that's what, you know, I would necessarily do in this situation. But at the same time, I understand why people like are, why people are frustrated. You know, those who are, you know, speaking out in this way and handling protests this way. Uh, I just think, you know, it's, it's, it's been a long time coming. It's just, I just hope that it's more than just, uh, like another call it's another time for people to do something and say oh i feel good about myself now i can go back and live my life no but it's only no this isn't just a fan this isn't like a little tiger king little phase of uh popularity this is you know my life i can't just be not black when it's or black when it's popular or not black when it's you know not popular you know we're not safe you know this i'm black always you know so this i'm just hoping that this is something that we see not only you know years from now but like eight years from now i know how americans you know our our attention span is so we'll see how people care about this a year from now when you know people's not a second side and have to look at videos of george floyd dying over and over so when people have the option to do other things what are people going to choose to do people are just going to choose spend their time to protest and care about these things or people going to choose to live their life as they did you know six months ago and not care about this you know what i mean so you know, it's, it's interesting that we're sitting here talking about this and uh, something that popped up in my mind. And it was like, uh, you know, the science that they hold up, posters and so forth, T-shirts, everything. Black lives matter. Hmm. And then somebody white will say, well, white lives matter too. Or all lives matter. All lives matter. Excuse me. Hmm. My bad. Yeah. But it's not about you at the moment. That's like having a... Uh, your house on fire, mm-hmm. right? And you call the fire department, and somebody else says, "Well, my house could catch on fire too." Mm-hmm. Who cares about a house that's not on fire? <laughs> Who so cares? We know your house matters too. That's we're why it was built. T- we're talking about the house that's on fire. So that's what we deal with. We're dealing with that issue. 
because that is a huge problem, man. It's like, you know, what what does it take for people to just open their hearts? Just open your heart and mind and just think about what's happening. Why is it that we don't see on the news of, not, anybody that knows me knows that I, I'm not a racist. I'm a realist. I'm an absolute realist with this. Why is it that it seems like all the people you see being shot and killed, whether it be in their car, in their house, walking down the street, in the park, By the, why yeah, is even at their own address, at their own residence, why is it that the black people that that's happening to? And you better believe if it was happening to white people, it'd be on the news. Just so they could justify. See, you guys aren't the only one that's having this happen too. But it, it's getting kind of, you know, taken over the top to where, you know, this comparison thing, all lives matter. Yeah, but it's not about all lives. Mm-hmm. That's not who's being affected. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's black lives that's being affected. It's brown lives that's being affected. Yeah. That's that's it's funny because they were I saw someone made a good point when they were talking about that too, because they said where will all lives matter when coronavirus was coming out and 50,000 people had died. You didn't see people weren't writing all lives matter on Twitter. People weren't writing all lives matter on Instagram because they didn't care about all lives matter at that point. They just want to find a reason to tell black people that their lives didn't matter. You're not the only one. You shouldn't feel that bad. You shouldn't feel that way. You Why, why are you angry? What you angry about? I, I died too. I get beaten by the police too. It's like, okay, well, when was the last video? When was the last time you seen like it, it definitely happens. White people die by police brutality too. But when was the last time you see you seen it on video? Multiple times. We got Drayshawn Reed that died. You know that was in Indianapolis. Not too, during quarantine. Breonna Taylor died during quarantine, and George Floyd now during quarantine. That's three big cases. Two of them, you know, Breonna Taylor was shot in her house. Wrong, wrong idea. That's a whole horrible story. But that's that's just three cases this month. We can't think of anything. Like I can't name any videos with you know white people doing it. We look, we can look up some videos on YouTube and see some bumbling, you know, country bumpkin police force down in you know somewhere, wherever fighting with somebody, and you know, in a ditch with somebody and who's white, and they just happen to get away with it. They still police car, they can get away. You know, they don't end up getting shot. They don't end up getting killed. And it's not saying it's right. Not saying we we should go out and those go out and do those same things and see what happens. No. But the point is, it's like just because someone has an altercation with the police or some negative interaction doesn't mean they need to die. That's the judge's job to decide what they need to do. He, he can't be the, you know, the corner as well as officer and the enforcer. So You, you know something that was interesting? I'm a, I'm a, we, we going all over the place with this, mm. but I, I, I think it's important that we go all over the place that we need to go all over the place, okay? Because all of it is important. You know, most people don't care about people unless it impacts them. Mm-hmm. Some people care about people in general. They say, man, I sure hate that happened to somebody. Mm-hmm. But most people, unless it impacts you, it doesn't hurt. Remember crack cocaine? Mm-hmm. Crack cocaine was a black inner city drug. But just as soon as it started impacting whites, getting hooked, mm-hmm. smoking that crack, you know, searching for that last, that last hubba. Mm-hmm. And I'm not laughing like it's funny because I'm laughing like it's, it's just insane how this goes. Uh-huh. That it was okay as long as you black people were doing it. And it stayed away from everyone else. Right. But then as soon as the judge's daughter 
or a police chief's daughter or a police officer's son or whatever uh, started getting hooked on it and they start going in the inner city or they start making that having a possession of rock or two rocks like a seven year sentence or something where if you had powder you got six months to a year whatever I don't know what it was but it was incredibly different mm-hmm. but it was biased towards who they thought was selling the crack mm-hmm. so what I see is when are we going to stop reacting and start doing preventive? Mm-hmm. Like right now, how can we start to prevent these murders from happening again? Mm-hmm. Somebody said, hey, why don't we, those police officers, I think it was Stephen Jackson. Hey, cuz, what's up? If you listen to this, yeah. what's up? Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, he, he said, let's do turnaround fair play. Well, see, that wouldn't work. Mm-mm. That wouldn't work. That's called radical on that Ooh, point. Oh, man. We'd have some crazy stuff going on in this country. We already mm-hmm. got enough crazy stuff mm-hmm. going on as we see. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> for me, one of the things is, what makes people care about others? You know, there's something mm-hmm. that's trying to be done uh, in the Sausalito School District going with the TAM School District and I'm trying to get others involved in it. Mm-hmm. is to sit down and talk about what, who are the kids you work with from the inner city? Mm-hmm. Do you really know them? Because in most chances, you don't know who they are. You don't know what they go through. You see them at school, you think they, what's wrong with, with uh, Tyrone? What's wrong with Shamika? Mm-hmm. Right? But you don't even know them. Mm-hmm. You expect them to do everything that the other kids do uh, that makes them normal. Well, dang, if you know them, maybe you could work and do a little different stuff and it becomes something else. Mm -hmm. They become, you know who you're working with. You need to know who you're working with. You absolutely need to know who you're working with Mm -hmm. in all facets as you can. Mm -hmm. Right? So my my thing is, I was just wondering, what makes, see, because whites, you don't have to come to Marin City. You don't have to go to black neighborhoods. But see, blacks have to go to your schools. Businesses. They go to your businesses for jobs, for food, you, you, you name it. So you really don't have to engage with anybody of color if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to, you don't. Why is that? Why is it that people are so afraid of people of color? Like they're criminals or something. You know, it's a very small percentage of people that do bad stuff, whether it be black, Latino, Asian, um, wh- whoever, mm-hmm. whoever. It's a very small percentage of people that do bad and make it bad for the rest. Just like with the police. I know it's a small percentage of piece, police that do bad. I know that. I know police officers. They, they want to go home at night, mm-hmm. go to their families, don't want to do a bunch of reports. They don't want to do that. But then you got that 10% or whatever it is, that's jank. Mm-hmm. And anything else you want to call it. Murderers, patients, Murderers, whatever you, you name it. it. That's who they are. But how do they keep getting in? How do these officers not get out? I was talking to this patrol today. Went to the Marin City uh, celebrating... Uh, uh, yeah, the life of George Floyd. The life of, of George... Um, mm-hmm. George Floyd? What? 
A life of George Floyd? George what? Floyd? Floyd. I thought you were saying foot. No, Floyd. Oh, okay. Floyd. <laughs> Floyd, like Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. 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 And <laughs> I talked to some higher patrolmen today. I'm a pretty good judge of people. I can talk to some people for a little bit and I can, I can feel. Let me tell you. I talked to some of the nicest higher patrol in Corn Madeira today. Wait, do you know names though? Do you I, shout I don't out any names. names. No? I, don't, I don't know names, but you know, I started to get their names. But these That's dudes genuine, genuinely cared, and it was good to see uh, a couple Latino brothers in there and mm-hmm. uh, uh, African American mm-hmm. or black, whichever you prefer. And the others were white, but they were they had such a nice personality about them. It wasn't fake. You can read through that fakeness. I can't. I've been around a long time. I can read through that stuff. Mm. So don't try to play me, you fools. <laughs> but anyway, kids already know. <clears throat> so what 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 makes what makes this where people don't care, and what makes it where people will start to care? Well, can we do it like now? I don't know. I I think I just think making me think about the Corona thing. People don't like look how many people. People thought coronavirus is a phrase. They're like, oh, I'm kind of bored staying inside now. I want to go back outside now. It's like, no, well, we still, for health reasons, we got to stay inside still. You can't, doesn't matter if you want to go out or not. doesn't matter if you don't want to wear a mask. It's not really safe to do what people do. People protest. And they only do that because they're like, oh, well, you, if you're looking at some of the interviews there, you know, well, oh, two, only 3% die. Everyone dies every day. You know, things, you know, just saying things like that. And it's like people were saying that because they can't relate. If that person, if that two or three percent was their mom or their uncle or even got, you know, whoever, God forbid, their daughter, you know, their young child, they wouldn't be saying, oh, it's just two percent. She's just part of the two or three percent. Like, I don't care about that. No, it would be a person that they lost because they can humanize that. But they can't. Same thing with these police brutality incidents. They can't humanize it because they're like, oh, black people live like that and we live like this. And I have no clue how black people live and I don't really care to know. So they die. Uh, they had to be doing something. I don't know. They're just wild over there. The ghetto is just crazy. So I, I assume they were doing something crazy. I don't know. I, I leave that to them to figure out that and the police to figure out what goes on over there. And that's a problem is that they say, oh, that's some rent city or that's a Richmond. Or that's an Oakland police and the police issue. No, that's your issue because misbelieve not saying that happens everywhere or everyone is going to come to your city and rob you. But it's like guarantee some of those people, some of those, maybe some of those, the smart percentage of people who maybe you say out of sight, out of mind, if they can come and affect your neighborhood or when the thing's coming up to you or affect your childhood, then you have an issue with it, right? And that's the, that's my problem. It's like people don't have an issue with it until their kids are affected by it in school. Maybe their kids got sold, started selling drugs or something with somebody hooked up with, or they got caught buying some drugs or something, or something, you know? It's just proof that they no one really has any connection to anything or doesn't, doesn't really care until it connects them. I can't say everybody, but for the most part, a lot of people. But... I will say it was it was cool though that the seeing that the uh, you know the protest today there's a lot of a lot of high schoolers a lot of young kids a lot of twenty somethings you know my my generation of course but um, I don't know I ask you this based on that question and kind of answer yours off uh, one what is it, what's going to end this is uh, how do you see what do you think was different from like you know, the 60s civil rights movement or the civil rights movement back then compared to what you see with kids now? Is there something, like, do you think there's, uh, yeah, more faith in this generation? Do you seem like this generation cares a little more in the 60s, just as much, less? What do you, what do you think? I don't know. I, I, I've been trying to get a, a feel for that because 
I think there's a number of people care. I think some of the millennials, you know, they millennials, millennials. <laughs> Sorry, boomer. Sorry, that's all right. I'm good. Um, but anyway, I think there's a different drive. I don't think there's a racial drive there. I think it's like you guys love these video games. I have nothing against it. You love these video games. You play the video games all night. And stuff comes up that reality that's in the world, and you're not really engaged in it. I say you can't be, mm. but you aren't really engaged in it because it's not part of your world. And some people, yes, it's part of your world. So I don't want you guys to think I'm talking about all you millennials, okay? Um, it, it's just there's enough of you that don't care that make it hard for those that do care to make something happen. Mm. <clears throat> so. I, I would, I would, I would love to, you know, uh, on the cash. You know, we we we're gonna start up with some text line when we can, and get some text in, so we can hear from some of you uh, listeners about what we're talking about and get your perspectives on it. And we we won't be afraid to say what you say on the air. Yeah. Now, maybe not verbatim, not word for it, maybe. Yeah, I mean, you know, one of the things we don't want. As a bunch of races just sending some crazy stuff in. You want to ask a question that tries to help make things better to where you understand me, I understand you, you understand Latino brother and uh, uh, Asian, or however, however that works. And whites, all of us, the other three groups of color understand whites better. Cool. But the foolishness is like, it's a wrap. It's done. Mm-hmm. It's a wrap. Yeah, we, okay? we tired of y'all. Done with enough of y'all. That's, that's like... You know, you got to have something better. You got to have something better. You know, I went to school with the Terrell in high school. I could have been a racist. One of the biggest racists there is. I got to call nigga all the time. But you know what? I had some young dudes I was in school with that <clears throat> asked me, and we had conversations about race. And it was came some some very good people. So, and and had no problem in understanding who I was. I don't think those conversations necessarily have so much today. What they have in common is we play, we both play video games, black and white, Asian, Latino. We both uh, listen to similar kind of music. We both, you know, do things with girls. There's similarities in there where the real conversations, I don't know if they ever come out. Now, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just saying that. They may and they may not. But for me, it's too much that happens that say they don't. I'm not saying mm-hmm. all, so don't get that all twisted and bent, okay? Because I know somebody right. will say, no, we do that. We do yeah. I understand, okay? I'm just speaking to some. Yeah. All right? So yeah. the more people we can get, you know, start talking about how they feel and why they feel a certain way, how did they get that information, how did they become a, <clears throat> a racist or, a, you know, or open-minded or liberal or fascist or however you to become somebody who doesn't care about somebody of another color because of their skin color. Mm. That's crazy. That's literally crazy. But I understand people feel that way. It's like, uh, it's like uh, gangbangers. Okay, let's just throw them out there. Red and blue. How can somebody say you dislike somebody because of color that they wear? Like that color makes them as a person. Mm. 
If you don't like red and I'm blue, oh man, I hate you. If I get a chance, I might even kill you. Hey, dude, because I'm wearing blue? Yeah. Okay, but what about me as a person? Me as the person that you, that that inside could be a very good person. Just think about that stuff, man. I, I just want, you know, mm-hmm. those are conversations I want to be having, and I think we should have, because right now, anybody know Marshawn Lynch and heard this phrase, it's all about that action, boss? That's what it's about. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, now. I don't mean, like, two years from now, six months. Let's sit down and talk about it. While we're talking, stuff is happening. Mm-hmm. So People let's make stuff happen, not happen, while we're talking. Mm-hmm. Let's be... Preventive instead of reactionary. Mm. So, so I say, because you said a little bit, can't go back, can't go on, can't let you go without saying this, without a, can't go on without acknowledging a little bit. But you said you feel like that you think that this generation is a little more, or the past generation, excuse me, is a little more inept with learning more about race and talking about that race, talking about race at a younger age than you think this generation is. Do you think that's true or? Say it again. That you think the the generation, let's say, who were growing up in the the teenagers in the twenties, who were growing up during the civil rights movement, who were in the teens and twenties around that age, were more more susceptible to have conversations about race with their friends and things back then, as opposed to now. You think? I don't. I don't. I don't necessarily think so. Mm. I don't necessarily think so. I think they had conversations that are relative, like what you guys do nowadays uh-huh. you know I think the conversation was then we played sports um, had dances went to parties that kind of thing uh-huh. okay alright <clears throat> well so, I'll, go ahead I'll say I'll say this it's a little I'll say it I, I feel some type of way about it too because at least protesting this generation also looks a little different uh, big thing that got um, I'm Chauvin, I don't even want to remember his name, but the officer who killed uh, George Floyd. Um, but the reason, the big reason why he was brought in because of a bunch of uh, online signatures online. So social media is kind of like the new way of protesting in some way now. There's like a Blackout Tuesday happened today where everyone posted, you know, turn all their, pro- their pictures black, pro- turn all pictures black, only posting black um, inspired music, art, whatever, any, any culture, anything related to the culture which I think is cool. Um, but at the same time, I feel like what it does for a lot of people, especially in this generation, is people got short attention spans, especially with things with social media, is that, so people feel like, oh, I did this, tr-, like this thing of as a trend, right? Of celebrating blackness or doing this little, you know, uh, I, 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 like some people are doing it because they actually generally feel bad for black people. Some people are doing it because they want to see some change. Some people are doing it because it's a new fad. I don't only they know why they're doing it. I personally think that sometimes I think people get too caught up and feeling like this is enough. They posted a picture online, they said something online, they think, oh, I've done enough, I've done my share, I've done enough. And it's I don't know. I think there's there's a whole lot more to action than just posting a picture every once in a while and saying something. Because it's yeah, that they may, you know, they make maybe make you feel better that night, but at the same time, like every like like my dad mentioned, like every day there's these people are dying from these things, right? This is going to continue to happen until we dismantle systems. And if we don't dismantle systems, like working on them right now, then people are, there's less pressure on other people who are running these systems to change anything, right? They're not going to change something that's benefiting them or pushing other people down to benefit them. 
So it's we got to do the same. We we got to do what's in our role to do more than just the norm. More is just think of this as, oh, I posted my picture now I'm good. Oh, I went to this rally now I'm good. Now we gotta like we gotta find some action. Whether that's having conversations, whether that's that's something that just we just gotta we just gotta do. So I'm wondering if we had the text line in, what would people be calling in? What be texting uh, information in? Now this 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 podcast is for young, old, middle age, and old. Okay, so everybody can learn something from each other about what's happening, what's going on, so we can better communicate with each other. Because there's a bridge, there's a gap, there's a gap, and we like to close that gap because you know, not only with race, age, sexuality. All these different things that need to be, this gap needs to be closed. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, I mean, a bunch of people are just tired of being discriminated against. And especially if you black, I mean, you definitely tired of this. You're tired of seeing people look like you being beaten, you know, you know, beaten, manipulated, all these things, different, humiliated things on videos. And people, all we people for, resorted to do is just record and say, hey, don't do that. Hey, stop doing that. It's like, when we gonna when are we going to get a time where we don't have the tow officers stop doing that? We don't have to watch people heavily get murdered. Or even better yet, we just look at ourselves as people and be like, all right, well, if people aren't going to help us, maybe we got to do things for ourselves. And that's like we figure out solutions for things and looking at the 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 end of these problems, like where these problems are beginning from, right? Get to the root of them and figure out how we can help at least change what's in our control. We're not giving anything, you know, we're not going to be getting, you're not going to be given opportunity to succeed from the same hand that oppresses you. So you got to find a way to push back of that hand so that hand that you don't need to be fed by that hand anymore so you can feed yourself you don't have to worry about the hand impressing you so that's 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 just what i believe uh, all right so <clears throat> thinking about everything we've discussed all the items we discussed that's why i'm looking forward to this where we can get some texts from folks i don't care if you blow my phone up and we can uh-huh. read some of these texts and start to uh you know, go back and forth over them. I, I got Malcolm, <clears throat> he's working on the, I guess, the site for the podcast mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff or whatever needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Okay. I leave that to you millennials, that, that little techie stuff, you know. The money making stuff. Yeah. If you say so, if you say so, <laughs> I'm from Missouri. Data is the new gold now. Gold, oh. data is worth more, worth more than gold and data oh, is, you can't okay. even see it. Okay. Okay. It is. So bring me a, 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 Fifty dollar doubloon here, and then you get a fifty dollar data. Where are you gonna get that from? I don't, I don't know. I'm okay, just saying. Look at that. I'm saying. Look at Snapchat. That that cash in the hand is what counts. Okay. Oh, that's right. You guys got what was that money called that was going on for a little cryptocurrency? While? Cryptocurrency. What happened to it? It's still around. <laughs> oh yeah. What happened to the people that invest? I don't know. Oh, well, but I anyway, uh, that's anyway, a different episode. Uh, <clears throat> so, folks. I myself, I think I've said plenty that I want to say because now I'm getting to a point where I got to hear some interaction from people so we can discuss some of this stuff. And somewhere along the line, where we could have you call in and actually make your comments, you know, via text or call in. I'm sure that'll happen one day. But right now, we're just trying to uh, make some things happen out of nothing. Okay? We got kibbles and bits here. And we're going to make a whole lot of bits out of them, okay? So we're going to uh, 
uh, <clears throat> uh, I myself, I'm going to say, I, I, I've had my time. What are you guys going to do tomorrow? Tomorrow. That's going to change something that happens in this world. And this world could be in your house, in your school, in your county, in your community, in your state, in the United States, in the world. It all is there. So I myself, I'm going to have conversations uh, about how I can uh, uh, get people, encourage people to talk in their households about courageous conversations. That's mm-hmm. what they want to call them now. Mm-hmm. Courageous conversation. Who's scared? You scared to talk about something? Uh, I don't know about this courageous conversation thing. I understand the concept, but how about let's just having a conversation? conversation yeah. You got to have it. Got courageous. I got courage now to talk about this. Oh, you can have courage to talk about anything you want to talk about. So I'm sure you know how to talk about whatever you want to talk about that's important to you. Mm-hmm. So let's see what we can do um, about having some conversations about your household. You know, what do you teach your kids about race? What are their experiences about race? And then if you don't know about something, don't answer it until you got a good answer for it. There's nothing nothing worse than giving your kids some bull. Yeah, and having them go around thinking that that's what it is until they get the world embarrassed them or the world calls them out. Right. Um, But it should be, I don't know why they call it courageous conversation. It should just be common sense conversations because if you... I mean, if there's racism going on and certain genocide of people or certain people being brutalized, you think it'd be common sense to talk about that or talk about other people's experiences. But I don't know. I guess that's just me as a, a human being with empathy and uh, and logic. I, I, I don't know. That's just that's just me. Yeah. But, well, yeah, we're going to continue this conversation on, of course, a couple episodes. We don't want to talk you off on this one. Um, but, yeah, make sure to uh, keep a, keep staying with us. Keep us tuned in. What's going on? We'll have the text number with you next time. Uh, but until then, any final words? Any final words? It's all about that action, boss. And make it happen in your house. Make it happen. Because if you wait another day, you know, there's another another death that can happen. And then not saying it's on you, but like this every day, this is, you know, further we put this off. I mean, that's another, you know, another day of injustice and violence. So, right. <clears throat> so, in the meantime, stay focused, stay healthy, stay out of trouble, and everybody, think about what you can do tomorrow in your house to make it better. Mm. Just think. It's not that hard. Mm. Yeah. All right, you guys. Until next time. Peace.